Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Hey, it's Odie Strahan, and I'm having one of the most amazing days of my life. Hopefully you are too. Let's get this show started. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Guys, I'm really excited about this guest today. We are all in for a treat. This young fellow was a, a top guard that played his high school ball here locally at Capital Christian in Sacramento. Had a great high school career uh, before heading to San Jose State. Spent two years there and now has transferred to come back home at Sac State. Looking forward to him doing great things uh, as a Sac State Hornet uh, and you know bringing, bringing real huge success to his hometown. And like I said, just really excited to have him on today's show. Zach Chappelle, you're out there, brother. Thank you, man. I really appreciate um, you taking the time to have me on, man. It's an honor. Um, man, it's, I'm just excited, man. I've seen guys. Uh, my boy Elijah Duke, he was on here, man. That's the, that's the first one I really watched. And so seeing guys like that hop on, man, I, I really wanted to hop on. So thank you for having me, man. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I have a really good feeling that you're going to definitely provide some content and some value to the listeners out there and be able to share your story as well. So I got a lot of content I want to get into. So, um, you know, I want to get right into it. So first and foremost, man, um, when did you start playing basketball? You know, at what age did you really start playing basketball? Um, man, uh, I would say around, probably around the age of five, six. Um, my brothers, I'm the youngest, so my brothers would always play. And um, seeing them in the front yard playing, um, you know, it always kind of made me wonder, like, you know, what they're doing. And so I always wanted to be like them. So that's really what brought me into hoop. Um, but I also played soccer as well. So really, um, growing up, soccer was like my number one sport. Um, and then I, I always thought I was better at soccer. And then basketball, I kind of played up with my brother, Ryan, who is two years older than me. And so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what brought me into basketball. That's awesome, too, because soccer is actually a sport I, I definitely encourage, you know, my basketball players to, you know, to play. You know, I coach AAU uh, basketball myself, and I found that a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of athletes that uh, play soccer, footwork is just literally part of every sport, if you think about it, you know. So soccer is a, gr soccer is a great uh, sport to play uh, when it comes to, you know, being a complement to your main sport. Soccer, plus, is just a great sport, you know, in general. <laughs> so that's awesome. Right. So uh, soccer, basketball, were those, were those the two sports you played growing up? Yeah, that's it. I, um, my parents wouldn't let me play football. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if I really would. I'm not really a guy who's just running into people, like, in all that contact. But um, maybe I would have tried it. I played a little flag football in elementary school. But as far as, like, main sports that I'm really focusing on, yeah, it was just basketball and soccer. I don't feel bad, Zach. I, I don't think you're the only one, man. I, got, I had my uh... – I had my, my football dreams crushed as well by my mom. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And, uh, and I got my, you know, my 13-year-old, you know, plays basketball, and he, wants to, he wanted to play football at one time, and we shut that down real quick. So you're not the only one, man. It's, it's all good, man. So talk to me, man. Um, when did you actually start playing competitive uh, AAU basketball, competitive basketball, where you actually, you know, uh, got to get on a travel team outside of just, a, you know, standard recreational basketball? Um, I would say around the uh, – probably the third grade, um, second grade, second, third grade, my brother, Ryan, he played, um, he had a team, my father was the coach, and um, so it was kind of, back then it was like a CYBO, AAU type deal, and so 
Um, I don't know if it's still like that, but it was Mickey's League, um, but it was like an AAU tournament style um, thing. And so, um, yeah, the team was my brother's age. It was a fifth and sixth grade team. And I was kind of a youngster um, playing up. And so, I mean, it was really tough. And so, like, I was getting beat up at practice. Like, you know, I'm the little guy out there. Um, and so that's really where, like, as far as AAU goes, that's where it started. Um, and that's why I think I, I think that I was better at soccer at that time, too, because I was playing my age in soccer. And so I'm, like, bigger than everybody pretty much. And when I go to basketball, I'm, like, the little guy, the little brother who, you know, is kind of getting bullied around. Um, and so, yeah, um, I would say around third, fourth grade is when um, I started with the travel ball, the whole Reno deal, all that. We were the, uh, we were the Panthers. So, um, yeah, that's that. That's cool, man. Yeah, shout out to Mickey Hope. Uh, uh, yeah. That's another thing. It seems like everybody that's anybody has went through, uh, you know, CYB at one point or another. I know uh, uh, with my son, we did something very similar uh, before his, uh, I want to say, 9U team. We put him in, uh, we put him in, in uh, you know, CYBL, and we had him play up two years, actually, to be honest with you, mm. and uh, got them, uh, you know, ready, which was, you know, which is awesome. So, sounds good, man. So, uh, you started pretty young. I, I think, to me, I think it's a huge advantage. You know, I think at a young age, uh, you probably didn't understand it, but I think it's a huge advantage and it sounds like what your dad did was intentional when it comes to you playing against older kids. Cause you know, down the line, it actually helps you out, you know, cause you got to step up playing against you know older kids. As you had mentioned, soccer was probably a little easier. You just the fact that you played, you know, played your age, you know, but right. overall, if you look back at it, I, I, I probably, I would, I would probably bet those years playing against those older kids prepared you though for, for that, for, for that competition. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. So talk to me about so so you played you you played uh you know it sounds like you said it was the Panthers I believe you said right Panthers Panthers yep. uh uh what other uh, AAU teams did you did you play on you know up until like did you play with them up to like middle school years um yeah so around I think yeah actually up until either fifth or sixth grade and then I started um we kind of my god brother. Um, he's a coach at Sac City right now, but him, um, my oldest brother, LeBrent, um, and then a few other of their friends, they kind of made a team around my brother and I. And so that was um, that was the Goon Squad. And so I played with them, and I also played with um, the Yellow Jackets. Um, we, had a, we had a team that was a year older than me. And so between those two teams, um, I was playing like – anywhere between six to eight games a weekend um, with both of those guys. And I always looked at, like, the Yellow Jackets team, who was – it was a year older, but I always looked at that as, like, my age. And so um, when I would be in a tournament um, with the Goon Squad, which is my brother's age, um, and I would be like, Dad, can I go play with my age? He'd be like, no, you with the, the older guys this weekend. I'm like, man, like, I just want to play my age, but – like psychologically, I'm thinking it's my age, right? But at this whole time, it's a year older. So even like me begging to play with those guys, it's still me playing up. And so I think, um, yeah, my dad did a great job with that. Just in a way tricking me <laughs> into thinking that um, <laughs> that I'm playing my age when I'm not. But well, I think that's critical because, as you know, I mean, in your case, I mean, we'll get into that your high school career where you end up playing varsity all four years. But you got to think about it. Um, you you know. 
parents that do that, you know, I said, you know, definitely, you know, props to your dad for doing that. They're just preparing you for high school because at the end of the day, when you're in high school, you could be a freshman playing, uh, you know, varsity like you did do, right? And you're playing against kids actually three, four years older than you. Than you. Right, right. So it just prepared you, to, you know, the whole time. So uh, before we pivot and actually talk about, you know, capital and your, your, your high school uh, years, uh, when it comes to AAU, did you, were you able to play on any circuit teams during those high school years? Yeah, um, I played for everybody. I played on uh, my first circuit <laughs> team was a um, Under Armour Association team. It was Team Superstar, and um, it was out of Fresno. They had a lot of pros. A lot of pros came out of that program. Um, Leron and Grady Dodson, they're the uh, kind of founders of that. Um, they used to um, be over the program Ebo which is like the Lopez twins and, you know, those high, those high NBA players, right? They had a lot of NBA players, but um, yeah, so it started with team superstar. Um, and then we kind of switched over to splash city, which is another Under Armour team. It was Steph Curry's team. And then um, from there, I went and played Adidas with team Arsenal and KP over there. And um, after that, um, I played with, what was the team? Uh, Portland Basketball Club. It was a Nike um, EYBL team. And then I finished up um, with the Las Vegas Prospects, which is another Nike team. So I've kind of played all over the place. Um, I've met so many different people from so many different walks of life through, like, just my high school years, which is, you know, incredible to do. And, like, I still keep up with those relationships that I've built, which is a miracle in itself. But yeah, I, I've played all the circuits. So, you know, what I found interesting is, you know, I've had the likes, as you said, you know, your friend Elijah Dupachon on the show. We've had uh, Greg, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Will McClendon was just on last week. And um, they both discussed, uh, you know, the type of belief and the type of confidence they, uh, they, they went into high school and actually they played their high school years with it. And, and you know, in Will's case, it's going to be his senior year coming up at Bishop Gorman. Uh, but uh, based off playing on the circuit because of the talent they played. The funny thing that I actually found about those two, they both, they actually both played Trey Young at one point or another during the circuit. So let me ask you this. The fact that you played on so many, you know, teams, I heard Adidas, you know, Gauntlet, I, I assume, Under Armour, EYBL. So you, you did play, you literally played on the circuit. Um, talk to me about, uh, you know, how did that prepare you uh, when it comes to, you know, competition, you know, uh, did you find one circuit, not necessarily is better, but did you find one circuit to have a little bit better competition than the other? Uh, yeah, I would say Nike. Nike is the toughest. Um, and then I would say Adidas is like Adidas and Under Armour, they're both really tough, but I think um, Adidas is more like when I played, or at least Adidas was more like super athletic kids and then Under Armour is like really skilled. Um, kids, but Nike had both. Um, and yeah, um, as far as like confidence, um, I mean, these circuits are tough. You're playing against, right, the, a top kid in the country every game, right? You, have, you can't really have any games off. And for me, um, it was tough because, I mean, coming from Sacramento, um, like it's a lot of good talent, but like you kind of, when you play against these guys all your life, you kind of, you know, rank yourself against these guys. And like going out there and seeing like these guys have never heard of you. They don't care who you are. Like they're, you know what I'm saying? They have, they're going at you. They have 
their ranking to kind of uphold them and, you know, all this stuff, it, it's tough. So I struggled a lot um, in the circuits. And, you know, it, me, um, as humble as I can say this, like I, I thought that I was better than um, a lot of guys out there. But, I mean, to be honest, my numbers were nowhere near their numbers. So, like, realistically, I come back home to Sacramento and playing against these guys, and they're like, yo, like, how come you're not doing this and this and that? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe I'm not as good as I think, you know? But, um, yeah, it's a reality check. So I would go out there, get busted, and then I would come here and play high school. And it's, like, not a lot easier, but, like, I, it's a lot more confidence um, that I had just because I'm like, they're, like, on a, every given night is not – you're not playing against a McDonald's All-American or you're not playing against a dude who's committed to Duke, right? in the high school and so um knowing that and knowing that like I kind of held my own against these guys so you know whoever is in front of me right now he's not going to Duke so I don't think that you know what I'm saying he should be able to guard me or whatever it may be but it was the circuit is definitely tough definitely a humbling experience um that I just I'm super grateful for no, I mean, I appreciate that transparency. Uh, and, I, you know, you can definitely tell you're a you know, humble young man. Uh, you know, you're de- like, you, like you had mentioned, though, you play on these circuits and you're playing top of the top, you know. Um, I, I do think, um, you know, I get, I get, you know, pretty much the same answer from everybody when it comes to the competition level. Um, you know, there's, there's, you always got to take, you know, every negative and see the positive in it. Like you had mentioned, maybe you didn't do as well as you would have liked, but it, probably prepared you even more because once you like you said once you got back to Sacramento we're not knocking obviously the competition you played at Capitol because I know as you know Capitol you know you guys played a tough schedule but it definitely uh the fact that you played you know the the you know the five stars and the and the you know the future McDonald's All-Americans and, and, the, and the Duke and North Carolina commits uh it gave you that extra confidence that you know if you could go up against them and you know and hold your own you definitely could go to work against you know these other teams locally do you agree with that right yeah I agree Absolutely, man. Right on, man. Well, let's go. Let's let's go ahead and let's pivot, and uh, let's talk about your 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 career at, at Capital, man, at Capital Christian. Uh, like I mentioned, um, I I would go off and say it's kind of hard to uh, think of a better four-year career. To be honest with you, I mean, you you had a storybook four-year career there. You, you know, you you know, you're you're on the varsity team since you know freshman year. Um, you you know, you, you still have a lot of the record. You know, a lot of the records there statistically. You know. Uh, one could argue you are one of the, you know, if not the best player that came out of Capitol, you know, from a, you know, so definitely from a statistic standpoint, someone could argue that. And you definitely got W's, which is another thing that we, you know, we base that off, you know. So talk to me about playing at Capitol at the varsity level as a freshman. What were some of your biggest adjustments that you had to make uh, playing at that varsity level? Now you did, you know, mention earlier that, you know, you've been used to playing up and always playing against older people, which I think, you know, uh, help prepare you for that. But talk to me about some of the adjustments that you had to make your freshman year at Capitol. Um, yeah, so well, starting eighth grade, um, I would kind of play with those guys. So it was DJ and Nephi and um, Marcellus. It was their senior year when I was in the eighth grade. And um, I would kind of play with them, right, um, kind of trying to prepare myself. Um, because I wanted to – my eighth grade year, I wanted to play JV. And obviously – um, with my brother, I wanted to play. And obviously, in California, it's not a – you can't do that. Um, but we tried, we tried, but it just ne- was never going to work. And so I would play some tournaments with um, DJ and Marcellus and 
UC and Nephi, like these big name guys that were varsity players. And it's just like, I'm like, coach, honestly, like, I'm cool if I don't play. I just want to just seeing those guys, like I'm a young eighth grader, you know, just seeing those guys and learning from them. It was just amazing. And so going into my freshman year, um, my relationship with Coach Devon was tremendous. And, you know, he kind of um, throughout my eighth grade year and pretty much all my life, he was like, you know, Zach, you're going to, man, you're ready to be my point guard. You're ready to be my point guard. So, like, from the start, he really had faith in me. And um, I think that, like, really helped me kind of live up to um, what he wanted and what he thought I could do was that he was just always, man, Zach, you know, just, like, giving me encouragement. If I have a bad game, he's like, man, like, he's messing with me about it, of course. But then he's like, man, I still love you, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I still I still believe in you. And so just having that um, behind me kind of, like, getting me going and keeping me um, was great. And also we had leaders. Uh, my freshman year we went to the state championship. We lost um, to a really good um, Crespi team. We ended up having pros. Um, but we had Justice and Edward, who were um, two football players that hooped with us, but they were, I mean, they were the best leaders. They were two lockdown defenders who, you know, kind of led us in every aspect. Um, rebounding, toughness, defense. And so just having those guys kind of lead me and making sure my head's on straight, making sure I'm humbled, but also making sure, like, I know that I have a place um, playing on the court with them was just, it was just a great experience. And I think without those, like, without having leaders like that and Tegan and my brother Ryan, who, you know, kind of always pushed me and always wanted me to live up to what they thought I could do, um, it just it just kept me like with that confidence and so yeah I loved I loved being at Capitol. Um, if I could go back and you know redo high school, I would I would do the same thing. I would go to Capitol and just enjoy my time there. So that's awesome, man. A shout out to Devon Jones, one of my good friends. Known him actually for years. Uh, um, man, I think since uh, 2004. So we're talking. About, we, I've known him for about 16 years, man. So a uh, great yeah. coach. Did some awesome things. Uh, you know he has. Uh, Great kids, as you mentioned, you mentioned Tegan, you know, doing big yeah. things uh, with baseball, Isaiah, you know, and uh, uh, Miles, he might be the best. Yeah, <laughs> we used up, to always man. say that. Yeah, Miles is going to be a killer, man. So, uh, yeah, shout out to the Jones family. They listen, and Shauna and the rest of the family, and Clifton, his brother. So, yeah, uh, really good people. Great coach. I mean, hated to see him have to step down, uh, you know, but I mean, he did some pretty amazing things with the program, and a lot of it was because of you uh, and other, you know, you know, uh, other great talents that he was able to help develop and mold. And one thing that you said um, there, which is, which is a blessing, okay, is the fact that, you know, I, I felt it just the way when you said it, I felt the, the, you know, the love that you, that, you know, he had for you and the confidence that he had in you, you know, because when you have a coach uh, that has that much belief in you, it really does make, playing that much easier you know because um, knowing that you know you can make mistakes and it's not the end of the world because the guy believes in you knowing that you know uh you know he's, he's calling you his future point guard you know since the eighth grade so um you know he already sees your potential you know and you know and, I, and knowing Devon uh, I know one thing that he was just focused on is, is make sure, making sure that you reach that you know and obviously yeah. you, you did a good job man you did a great job so um Talk to me about Capital Christian, though. Uh, I mean, you know, great career once again. But uh, and like I had mentioned earlier, you, you, know, you definitely left it um, as, you know, one of the top players. So 
I mean, your family definitely got to be proud. Your brother definitely has to be proud because you definitely lived up to the hype. Um, but what was your personal highlight? Like, what was if there was like maybe like a, a game, a play, or what was your personal highlight of your high school career? Um, I would say first, um, being at Capital Christian saved my life. Um, I'm not saying that I was going to get into gangs or you know anything. I didn't really, I didn't have a hard uh, background. My parents were both really supportive, um, but. Right, growing up, like being a, a kid, it's it's different. It's like um, you can kind of go one way or the other, and um, you know you can kind of get into, especially now, you can kind of get into the drugs, and you can kind of get into, you know, kind of take that path. But um, and I didn't want to go to Capitol at first. Um, I wanted to stay at Pinkerton with my friends, but I mean, being there, like, and you know, being around people like um, the Powells and you know, these great families, it, it saved my life. Like now I'm going to spend my eternity with the king of the universe. Right. Um, which is, I mean, I'd take that over any other experience. I, I'd take that over any basketball success, any, you know, offer any amount of money, like to know that my, um, to know that my like eternity is secure. Um, partially because I went to, Capital Christian and I, I ended up going there is like that's the highlight of, of my capital um, career but to, I mean for basketball um, I would say going to the state going to state championship um, was insane especially my freshman year I took for granted like the whole section championship I took that for granted because I'm like we're going to state like section is easy right and my freshman year they had just won like five or six sections in a row or four, maybe five. I don't know. So it was just a normal thing, me being around section champions. So I'm like, section is easy, right? I want state. And so going to state my freshman year was just incredible. Um, there's a few games. There's one game uh, we played um, Marysville my freshman year. And I mean, they played us really tough. Um, they had a really good um, like strategy. And so they're locking us up. We're not hitting shots. They're scoring like they're up. We're going back and forth. And then, um, um, and then I hit like two big shots. Um, one was from super deep. And I was actually watching the film a few weeks ago. And um, Tegan kind of got a steal um, after I. So I had just hit a three. Tegan got the steal right after that, and kind of threw the ball up to me. So I'm standing like almost near half court, we're down two. And um, it's like a whole bunch of time left. But I'm like, I got the ball, like, and I'm a youngster, so I don't really know what to do with it, right? It's clutch time. And so I just shoot it from super deep. And um, watching the film, as I'm shooting it, Coach Devon's like grabbing his head, like, what? <laughs> and then I ended up making it. Everybody started, we went crazy. And um, we ended up winning the game. But that was... I mean, it was crazy just for me being a youngster um, on varsity and, yeah, actually making those crazy um, plays. Um, I'd say that, those were two of the, um, my highlights of, you know, um, high school. But also, actually, in my junior – so my sophomore year, um, we had lost to Vista Del Lago at the buzzer at our house. Um, and they stormed the court. They're banging on our locker room. This is our house, right? And um, my junior year, we came back 
and we played him in the uh, section championship. We ended up winning by like uh, double digits. I had a really good game, and like that was another thing. Like I felt like I got revenge from those guys um, from that game. So yeah, I'd say those are my those are my high school um, highlight high capital. No, man, that's, that's a lot, man. So first and foremost, man, praise God, man. I'm, you know, I'm glad that you, uh, you were able to, you know, uh, it sounds like strengthen your walk while you were in high school. You know, that's one thing that's a, a very pivotal time for any kid, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and, and like you had mentioned, um, you know, a lot of times uh, kids, good kids, you know, go the wrong path or they get, you know, caught up with the wrong crowd. You know, how many times do we hear that story of that great athlete that could have been, right? We hear that a lot, exactly. And, exactly. And, 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 I'm, and I'm definitely happy to hear Capital, which we have a lot of family members and a lot of friends that went to Capital, uh, you know, was able to provide that for you. Uh, on the on the court, on the court, uh, <laughs> you know, take your choice. Like I said, you had a storybook career. You mean, I, you know, docu- docu- documentation beats conversation, right? Then you go to documents, you mean, you know, from winning percentage, wins, you know, your, your, your personal statistics. You did great, man. So... Um, yeah, congrats on that, on that great high school career. Um, so the, your high school career ends, you graduate, uh, talk to me about the, the recruiting process, you know, as your senior year is ending or, you know, when that, when that all started, talk to me about the schools that you, uh, that you really, that were really, you know, recruiting you hard, uh, any official visits that you had, uh, before you ultimately, uh, chose, uh, San Jose state to further your basketball career and your, in your education. Um, yeah, well, I mean, this is a, it's a lot, it's a long story for this too. So my freshman, um, year, um, I was playing pretty, uh, really good, um, for a freshman and, um, like one of, one of my mentors, who I still talk to to this day, Phil Oates, um, he had brought this guy from Kentucky. So, I mean, they were at the, my, one of my freshman year games and like, you know, I'm kind of living on cloud nine with you know all these schools that are coming through to see me my freshman year and um I'm kind of I'm I mean I'm not really at this point I'm not really saved um I'm saying I'm a Christian but my I was actually telling this story last night to the youth group um but my my Christian walk was based off of you know my success and who's coming to the games I'm like you know thank you God but I don't really know right I don't really know the Lord I don't really know Jesus at this point and so um my sophomore year, um, things were great. And then at one point, it just, my, I say my, yeah, my sophomore year, um, things just went downhill and I'm just not performing. I'm not playing good. Um, no schools are really wanting me anymore. Um, I think I had a Davis offer and a Pacific offer. Um, but yeah, nobody's really messing with me and words getting around that, like, I'm just not the same. And so, you know, I was like, well, God, you know, you can't like this, there has to be a different God, right? Um, this guy is not um, kind of supplying me with the uh, my success that I want. Therefore, I'm not going to serve this God anymore. Um, then I end up going to this um, camp, uh, Hume Lake, that changed my life. That's another story. But, um, yeah, as far as recruitment, um, I'd say my junior year started picking up more. Um, I was talking to a lot of schools, like um, all, pretty much all the schools on the West Coast. Um, not all Pac-12 schools, just a few, um, but they're all kind of talking, um, you know, kind of, I mean, the recruiting game is, it's, they'll play, um, it, it's it's brutal. 
um, especially me for a youngster. Um, my dad didn't really go through that. My brother, he went through recruiting a little bit, but not to the, um, to the same level and extent of, that I was going through. So we didn't really know um, what it was like. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of buying everything that the coaches are telling me. I'm buying it. Like, if a coach calls me and is like, man, we really love you. We want you to be part of our program. I'm buying it, right? I'm not thinking about the other guys who they're recruiting or, you know what I'm saying, the AAU coaches who they're really, like, loyal to. And so I'm just like, you know, this coach is talking to this coach and this coach and this coach. And um, then all that, I mean, obviously, it, the coaches, they get their number one guy and they kind of, they don't really care about you. They're forgetting about you. And, you know, they got what they wanted. Um, and so, um, so I ended up having, at the end of my senior year, I had, um, what was it? Four offers. I had Davis, I had Pacific, I had Wagner College in Staten Island, New York, and I had um, San Jose. And my dad went to Davis. Um, a lot of, a lot of my teachers at um, Capitol were like Davis because the academics Davis. And I'm like, all right, well, all you guys saying Davis, <laughs> right? Then I'm a, I'm going to San Jose, right? Uh, my dad was really happy. Uh, I don't want to get that mixed up. He supported me and everything, but um, yeah, San Jose, I, I wanted to go there because um, it was a new coach um, and the assistant coach who, he's at San Diego State now, but the assistant coach I had built a relationship with like years ago, years in advance, um, because he was recruiting both my brother and I when he was at Nevada. Um, he was at San Jose at the time, and so I was like, it's a no-brainer. They're in the Mountain West Conference. We have a chance to, you know, play against San Diego State, Nevada, um, UNLV, Boise State, you know, New Mexico, all these big-name schools that I see on TV. I'm like, and we have a, ch I have a chance to play right away, um, bring impact, and possibly change around the culture and change around their, you know, kind of losing um, uh, the losing um, culture that they had. I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it. Right. So I went um, to San Jose based off of the location, of course, it's close to home, but it's also far enough. And then, um, yeah, Coach Jay um, and the conference. No, absolutely. I mean, I was going to mention that. I mean, San Jose State playing in the Mountain West uh, you gave you an opportunity to play against, you know, a lot of top teams, top level competition, a lot of, you know, a lot of great exposure. Plus, it's just a, it's a great school as well. You know, um, that's a blessing that you, you had the opportunity to, uh, you know, to further your basketball and academic career. Anytime you get a scholarship, that's, you know, that that's winning in itself. You know, how many how many. Um, I mean, look, look at the numbers, you know, how many kids play basketball, how many kids, you know, play high school basketball is able to have, uh, you know, a D1 offer, you know, so uh, not, there's definitely, uh, you know, definitely no shame in that uh, decision, uh, you know, great school. Uh, speak, so let's transition into San Jose State. So uh, talk to me, playing D1 basketball, you know, uh, major conference, what were your biggest adjustments, you know, what was the biggest challenges playing at that uh, D1 level? Um, definitely the speed. Um, in high school, you can kind of, you know, do what you want. Um, you can get where you want to get whenever, pretty much. Um, but in college, especially at that level, it's like everybody is – like these guys are like possible NBA players, right? So their mentality is way different. They're like – they're super long and – um, they're super athletic, like they have all these, you know, 
And so, I mean, that was the biggest, the biggest adjustment was one speed and two, like everybody is super athletic, super long. So it's like plays that I would make in high school or even AAU, it's like not happening. Like um, I remember I was playing at Boise State my freshman year and um, one of the coaches, I'm dribbling up the court and one of the coaches is yelling out, he's a left-hand ball handler, left-hand ball handler. I'm like, what? How you like the, my San Jose coaches didn't even know that. <laughs> so I'm like, how do you, <laughs> you know where I'm comfortable dribbling? Um, but yeah, just I mean, it was it was amazing. It was a great uh, opportunity um, that I am super thankful for. Um, from a it, from, from a competition standpoint, uh, was it was it what you were expecting? Yeah, um, it was. It was definitely. Um, I had to I had to adjust to you know the competitive nature um i'm super relaxed and super like nonchalant um sometimes and so like having these guys who are dogs who are like talking crazy to me i'm like okay i gotta i gotta change something up right i gotta i gotta figure this out i can't just be this um relaxed you know super soft-spoken guy all the time i gotta um i gotta survive out here um so yeah, your first two years, um, you know, as, as a true freshman, uh, you know, you started a handful of games. I believe, actually, I believe 15 games. Uh, you know, you got some, you know, good minutes. You actually got good minutes, uh, you know, both years, you know, you're there. Um, you know, uh, but what ultimately, um, what was it that made you decide that it was time for a change and to transfer after uh, the conclusion of your sophomore year at San Jose State? Um, yeah, it was a lot that went into it, but, I mean – a lot of people were saying that um, I don't know how these rumors got out, but there's they were talking about there's bad blood between me and whoever at San Jose, uh, but there's not. Like I'm, you know, I'm I talk to the coaches still. Um, a lot of the players are like my lifelong friends, so I talk to them on the daily. Um, it was just um, I'm, I'm sure you heard of like the right. You need the right fit, and it doesn't matter where you're at. Um, you need the right fit, and I learned a lot at San Jose. I learned a lot about myself. Um, I learned a lot about like my game and I grew um, in that, um, but it ultimately wasn't um, what I was looking for um, in a, not only a program, but in a, like the location. Uh, my, my grandmother is getting older. And so I was driving back and forth um, to see my grandparents um, before my, my grandfather passed in March, but um, I was driving home like every other weekend to, you know, visit them and spend time with them and love on them and get them whatever they needed. And so, um, especially with my uh, passing my grandfather, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go home and be a Grammy. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's the main reason. I mean, basketball, um, it was, I mean, it was fine. Losing is tough, but, um, I think we could have we could have made something happen, um, but more so I I mean I, I really wanted to be next to my family and you know be there to support my grandmother. So yeah, uh, condolences to your to your grandpa. I mean about your grandpa. Sorry to hear that. Um, it's, it definitely sounds like uh, you're you're a family first guy. Uh, you know I could definitely relate. That's what we are. It's all it's all about family. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely you know props, kudos, and commend you for uh, you know obviously putting that on the forefront when it comes to, you know, the decision made, 
um, which is very definitely admirable because a lot of, I mean, I know it sounds like, you know, probably to you and I, like a no brainer family always has to come first, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of individuals that they get out, they go to college and family, unfortunately is no longer the priority, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that speaks volumes of the type of person you are, um, which kind of answers my next question, uh, which is what ultimately, you know, why did you chose, what was ultimately, why did you choose Sac State to transfer to? But it sounds like at that point, um, it was to, you know, to be close to your grandmother after, especially after your, you know, grandpa's passing and, and just being uh, closer to home. Uh, is that correct? I, mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Was that ultimately the, the well, at least one of the main driving forces for you to, to uh, transfer back to, to, sorry, transfer home to Sac State? Yeah, hundred um, percent. There was, um, I, I, growing up, I'm going through high school. Um, my uncle and both my uncle and my aunt actually work at Sac State. Um, and so, you know, I was always around. Um, I kind of always admired Coach Katz. Um, but from like not, I never looked at it as like, I'm, I want to play for him one day. I looked at him like, like kind of, he's like my mentor. He's like, you know, an awesome guy. Um, what he's doing at Sac State is amazing, but I never really like thought about, you know, playing for him one day. And um, and so, but I was always at the games. I'm always like talking to Coach Katz with my uncle, um, you know, and kind of just learning from him about, you know, recruiting and the recruiting process. But it was never really um, like he was recruiting me. It was just, Zach, do you need any help? Like where, you know, are you, are you all right? How's the recruiting? How's your recruiting? You know, and, and I always admired that. I always felt um, extremely safe talking to um, Coach Katz and Coach Laird and, you know, about um, basketball. And, you know, so it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was easy um, making that decision. Um, it's everything I wanted in the school. Um, as far as location, I'm close to my family. Um, my grandmother, I'm close to, you know, all my friends. Um, I, I want to make a big impact in Sacramento, not basketball-wise, but just as a, as a whole. Um, I want to change, like not really change, but I want to help mentor kids and stuff in the area. So that was another thing. Um, and also like Coach Katz, he molds guys into pros. And um, I want to be a professional player um, at some point. And he also, like, he's huge on character. He's huge on, like, um, you know, owning up to things. He's huge on discipline. And those are things that, like, in the moment, um, you don't want to, you know, if you get in trouble, you don't want to run the suicide. But, like, looking back, you'll be like, yo, thank you. Thank you for that. Like, he changed my life. And so talking to some guys um, who played for him, who I looked at as, like, big brothers, like Marcus Graves and Mike McKinney, um, those guys. It, um, yeah, it, my decision was really easy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a fellow, uh, you know, Sac State Hornet, man. So I graduated right from Sac on. State. So Stingers up, you know, so I'm yeah. glad you're bringing back, you know, I'm glad you're back to my alma mater. So you could, you know, obviously continue uh, the momentum that they're, they're having, you know, definitely changing it up on that, pro- change it up, you know, for the, for the good and that, you know, for the program. Uh, had one of my good friends, on actually early on when I first started the podcast, uh, Travis Jackson, who played at Sac State, has yeah. an amazing story. So Travis Big went bro. from a yeah went from a walk on, earned a scholarship his junior year, got some you know got some burn his senior year, and, and then became the fifth pick overall in the PBA draft. Um, yeah. And he and he actually talked a lot about you know um, 
on our podcast together, talked about, you know, the discipline and just really how Coach Katz, it was tough love, but it really, he really showed him how to be a man, how to be on time, how to really, you know, mm-hmm. really conduct himself in a professional manner and gave him, uh, you know, a lot of credit to, uh, for the man that he became and actually gave him a lot, you know, gave him a lot of uh, credit for helping him prepare, you know, for being a professional. Um, and actually, Sac State put up the other day, I believe it was on uh, their uh, men's basketball Instagram page. Man, they, they've sent a plethora of players overseas, like you said. I mean, don't get me wrong. NBA, we're going to speak life into it. NBA is still the goal, uh, but it's not the end all. You know, that, that's what this, this beautiful thing about the game of basketball. There's uh, ma- many avenues you could, you could, uh, you could go to, to be a professional, you know, in basketball. And, man, I, I'm not sure if you caught it, but it was like, a, you know, a list of names that, that's either in the G League or playing uh, professionally, you know, overseas. So, uh, yeah, they, they've had a lot of talent, man. They've had, they've had a lot of talent. And, um, I mean, I know it's only going to be a matter of time before, uh, you know, uh, Zach's going to be added to that list. So that's for sure, man. So let's Hopefully. talk about that. So, yeah, Sac State, you know, um, you know, I'm really excited. You know, I know you get to, uh, you know, reconnect. Uh, with some former, with a former capital teammate, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty exciting. Um, so talk to me. I mean, other than being at home, you know, you have like as you mentioned, the big bros that you know, you know, that talk to you about their experience at Sac State. You see, you're seeing firsthand, you know, what their success is. Um, discuss what it really. Tell, talk to me though, what it really means to you coming back to Sac. And, and, and helping that program reach levels that it hasn't hit yet. Talk to me what that means to you personally. It's an honor. Um, mm. I am absolutely honored. Um, I told Coach Katz this, um, that I was even honored for him to even, like, reach out to me and recruit me. Um, it was an honor. Um, but to be, like, able to come home, um, not only to, like, just come to any school, but to come to my hometown school, which is another Division One program. I'm playing in front of everybody I grew up with, playing in front of all my teachers. Like, it's just, it's, it's a blessing. And I mean, there's no other way to put it. Like, I'm, I'm truly honored to, I'm truly honored. I called Rick, um, which is also my twin. We were born on the same day at the same place, probably the same time. And so, <laughs> um, you know, I call him my twin, but I called him and I was like, bro, um, and also playing with my big bro, CT, we grew up with. Um, but, yeah, I called Rick when Coach Katz first started recruiting me um, when I entered the portal. And I was like, bro, like, I would love to, you know, play um, for SAC. And I would love to. But I was like, but I want to know, like, would you consider playing with me again? I was like, and I don't want to, like, I don't want you to get that question and hear it the wrong way. I was like. I'm not going to feel anything towards you if you say no, like, it's fine. I just, I don't want to come in and, like, kind of, um, I don't want you guys to think that I'm coming in thinking that I'm all this or all that. Like, just let me know straight up if you like playing with me or if you would consider playing with me, cool, then we can make this happen. But if not, that's fine. Like, I can, I mean, there's there's other schools recruiting me, so I wouldn't have a, I mean, I, it wouldn't be a problem um, kind of going with another school. But, yeah, Rick was like, nah, bro. Um, he told me he was like he liked playing with me, um, and it would be it would be cool to kind of play together together again. So, I mean, after that, it was like a no brainer. I'm like, Coach Katz, let's. As soon as he as soon as he offered, I'm like, yeah, I'm committing. He was like, talk to the family. I'm like, they're fine. <laughs> like, 
I, I want to be a Hornet. And so um, he was he was really excited. I was really excited. And the team, they've brought me in with open arms um, and, and kind of showed me, you know, what the – what it is to be a Hornet. And, I'm, I mean, I'm loving every second of it. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. Go to the nest, you know, support you guys, support you. I, yeah. I mean, uh, I have you, uh, you know, meet my son, you know, my 13-year-old. I'm pretty sure you, you know, I'm pretty sure Lorenzo will probably mention him or not to you. Uh, but um, I'm excited, you know, for, you know, we always go back to, you know, and support anyways, but it's always nice to have that local touch. And I, I like the fact that they're, uh, they have some nice local talent that they're able to keep at home. Um, and like you mentioned, uh, you know, Big Sky, Div Division One. I mean, not too many, uh, you know, individuals have an opportunity not to play for one, but two, uh, you know, two D1 programs, two, you know, great conferences, Mountain West, Big Sky, uh, just shows the type of player you are and, you know, how they coveted you. And, uh, man, that, yeah, like I said, I'm excited for this next chapter, excited for, you know, what you're going to bring to, you know, uh, Hornet Nation, you know, Stingers Up and, you know, yeah, and everything yeah. else for, for, for this last two years, man. Really excited about that. So, listen, man, uh, I always end my shows with some fun, you know, rapid fire q and I'm pretty sure you, you, heard, you heard it with Elijah. So, uh, you know, so first thing that comes to mind, uh, you know, like I said, don't put too much thought into it. It's going to be sometimes pretty random questions. So uh, here we go, okay? So, so I got to hit you with some Q&A before I let you go. So uh, for, first question, what is your go-to move? Uh, in and out. In and out, okay. And out. Who, who is currently your favorite, uh, favorite NBA player currently, and who's your favorite all-time NBA player? My favorite current NBA player um, is either – I watch a lot of Dame, um, and I watch a lot of – I've been watching a lot of Shea um, from uh, the Thunder. So those two – or and I like Luka. Luka is amazing. So those would be my top three right now. And then um, as far as all time, um, the GOATs, Kobe and Jordan are my – those are my guys. Okay. Hey, Shea's underrated, by the way. I think, I think yes. that's a trade that they're going to regret because he, he's already turned out to be – a good one, and it's only going to get better for him. All right, so uh, who uh, in the bubble, who's winning the chip this year in the NBA? Man, I hate to say it, I'm, and I'm not a hater. I just – I hate to say it, man. I'm a Kings fan, but I got it. The Lakers are going to win, and it's just too – they have too much. Literally, everybody I'm asking this question to is picking the Lakers. I literally <laughs> just – I just had uh, – I just had – uh, a Sam Long trainer out here on. He said uh -huh. the Lakers, and, and I, I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told him. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the easy route. I, I'm saying the championship's coming out of L.A. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You know, I think it's coming out of L.A. We'll say that. Uh, what is your uh, What is your go-to song or album pregame that you're listening to in your AirPods, your Beats? What, what's What's the pregame music that, that gets you hyped? What are you listening to? Man, um, I gotta go with. That's tough. I, I, I've been liking a lot of Rod Wave. Um, Rod Wave, he's one of my favorites right now. Um, I like – during season last year, I was listening to a lot of Little Baby. Um, and then I also listened to a lot of, like, worship music before just to kind of calm my, you know, spirit and keep my mind in the right place. Okay, that's the first I heard, man. Some praise and worship before the, before before games. I heard that, man. That's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, hey, all right, who is the who is who is the toughest player to date that you've personally faced? Just tough. Um, toughness, James Akinjo, no doubt. 
James Ooh. Akinda. He's a dog. I, I mean, I still – I'll call him every once in a while or I hit him up and I'll mess with him. Um, I actually sent him a video the other day talking mess to him. He was like, bro, I killed you every time we played. But we're, so we were talking about, you know, when we used to play against each other. But, yeah, he's, he's a dog for sure. Um, he's a, doesn't yeah. take plays off. Man, he's he's a, he's a bucket, man. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I know he transfers, so I can't wait for him to get get up and running. Last question here, Zach. What's the number one advice? I know you said you want to work with the youth. I mean, this is probably something that you, uh, you know, a message you, you deliver to, uh, to them often. But what's the number one advice you have for aspiring basketball players? Um, it would definitely be to just be themselves. Um, we, we kind of live in like the times right now where um, the best thing that people need to do is fit in. And man, it, it's, I'd say what I, what I try to tell um, the youngsters that I, you know, try to mentor is just be you and be okay with being different. Be okay with like not going to those parties or be okay with not, you know what I'm saying? Hanging out with that group. Like you can, you can have everything that, all the joy, all the peace, all of that fun with hanging out with your church and you know what I'm saying praising God so that that's that's my message to the youth your message to you is to is to be you exactly hey man nicely said we'll go ahead and end on that well listen man I appreciate your time um, I appreciate the value and the content you delivered I, I know the audience is definitely gonna you know uh pick up many things actually many many success principles you know uh, many great messages uh throughout this podcast man and i just want to you know wish you continued success uh we're definitely going to be out there uh you know I, I look forward to actually catching up to you be catching up with you before then but we'll definitely be out there supporting you brother uh, your, your, your last two years at sac state thank you um again it was an honor um to be on this podcast and i really like what you're doing uh, i really support it and appreciate you so thank you man and best to luck to you, your family, and uh, your son, man. You got it, man. Well, listen, for all the listeners out there, thank you for joining me for another Straight Talk with Strahan. Continue having a blessed day. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to another Straight Talk with Strahan podcast. If you haven't done so already, click the subscribe button, and we will catch you on the next episode.